From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, hello and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. You can find the podcast all over the place, including Spotify. You can find it right there in Apple Podcasts, of course, in the WDBO app as well. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 outside of Orlando. Stream us. They're in the WDBO app. Well, today on the podcast, I catch up with Florida Senator Rick Scott. On the agenda today with the senator, the ruling over the weekend by that South Florida judge granting a special master to review the documents seized in that FBI raid of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last month. Senator Scott's current spat with minority leader Mitch McConnell and the news that broke over the holiday weekend that the country of Russia has officially sanctioned Senator Scott along with other senators and actors Sean Penn and Ben Stiller. Here's that chat with Senator Rick Scott now on the Inez Says Podcast. You, Senator, have been sanctioned by the nation of <laughs> Russia. Uh, you, Ben Stiller, and, and, and others have been sanctioned. So I guess no vodka for you, Senator. Any idea of <laughs> of what the sanctions are all about here? Well, my vacation in Moscow, I guess, out. <laughs> I take well, it you're not concerned about it. No. What I'm concerned about is why do they, why doesn't the entire world want to stand up against the Russian aggression when they're killing innocent women and children in Ukraine? I mean, we all have to start waking up to places like Russia and communist China and Iran and say they want to destroy us. That's their whole goal. They don't like our way of life. They don't like us. Their governments are despicable. And so I think we all have to say to ourselves, don't buy anything from Russia. Don't buy anything from communist China. Um, We've got to hold these governments accountable. I'm sure there's wonderful people in these countries, but their governments are taking the resources that we provide by buying oil and gas from Russia or buying products and a bunch of other stuff from communist China and using it to try to destroy democracy around the world with their ultimate goal is reducing us to an to a country that has no power, no ability to stand for freedom. Senator, I want to get your reaction now to what Judge Eileen Cannon ruled yesterday. She granted former President Trump the special master to review the documents seized in the FBI raid. Uh, what, what do you think about that decision by that South Florida judge yesterday? Well, I'm glad that decision was made, but th- this whole raid at Mar-a-Lago is concerning. I mean, we get, we know the Biden administration has history of going after parents and other political opponents. I think direct, I think Director Ray, Attorney General Garland, have failed to be transparent. They got to explain to us what did they, why would, what were they doing at Mar-a-Lago? We've got to get answers. This is unprecedented. A former president, potential opponent. They still haven't come out and, and been able to explain exactly why they're doing this. This really concerns you. This is this is what you read about in Latin America. It's not supposed to be going on in this country. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the ruling will halt all reviews of the documents by the Justice Department in the criminal investigation. I'll tell you how it looks, and, and you kind of hit upon it, Senator. It, it looks to half the country as if it's Russia, Russia, Russia all over again. It just continues to to cause this rift, Senator, amongst the American public in, in a distrust of government right now. Well, you look at so many federal agencies now, 
and institutions that as a result of their political bias, you know, we don't trust anymore. How many people feel comfortable with the CDC puts out anymore? We used to respect them or the Department of Justice or FBI. I mean, we've got, they have got to get back to doing their basic job and get out of this political mindset of going after, you know, their opponents. That's what, exactly what this looks like. And if it's not, be transparent. I mean, we, this is our government, not the Democrats government. There's no, you know, the federal government is not a separate entity. We, we elect them and we pay for them. They work for us. We, don't not, we do not work for them. Well, last week, Senator, you as chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Campaign Committee, you took aim at Mitch McConnell in an op-ed for basically, you know, saying that Republicans had a better shot at taking the House than they do the Senate. The, Senator, does this signal an alarm that, that Rick Scott, but more importantly, the Republican Party, has lost faith in Mitch McConnell? Well, my, I'm the chair of, the, as you said, the National Republican Senatorial Committee. My responsibility is to do whatever I can to help our candidates win their elections. And we actually have great candidates. I mean, look at, I mean, we got J.D. Vance. They wrote a book about his life. He understands the problems of drug addiction. Look at, look at Mehmet Oz, a world-renowned surgeon, the top healthcare talk show host in the world. Um, look at Herschel Walker, Heisman Trophy winner, successful small business person. We've got great candidates around the country. What we've got to do is build them up, help them, you know, run their campaigns, raise their money. But the Democrats have more money than we have. We have got to raise more money. I tell people all the time, you can help us by helping those candidates. You can help the National Republican Central Committee. You can text WIN to 55404. But we've got great candidates. They're running a good race. And by the way, they don't believe what the Democrats believe in. They don't believe in bigger government. They don't believe in open borders. They don't believe in critical race theory. They don't, they don't believe in defunding the police, which the Democrats believe in all those things. So we've got great candidates, and my, my, my whole point in this is let's be cheerleaders for our candidates. Let's mm. help them win their, their races. Mm. Is the long-term aim, Senator, for you to take control from Mitch McConnell as Senator Minority or, or Majority Leader in the future here? Well, my, my goal is to win these elections and get a majority back so we can stop the radical left-wing Biden agenda. So that's, that's, my, that's my goal. Uh, I represent the, the state of Florida. I'm going to do my best to be the best senator I can for the state of Florida. And then hopefully we can get a majority back. So we, defi- we decide the agenda starting uh, in January rather than the Democrats. Senator Rick Scott joining us here on WDBO this morning. Senator, what, what is your take on the current state of affairs at the White House after a, a rather bizarre and divisive speech there in Philadelphia last week? Student loan forgiveness, the White House spending money. Uh, like it's going out of style. What, what are your thoughts about what is going on right now with President Biden and in the White House? He's lost touch with reality. I mean, you know, when you're the president or when you're the governor, when I was governor, what I tried to do was unify the state, talk about the issues that people care about. Biden's targeting half the country and calling us names. The liberal agenda of open borders. I mean, think about it. We have, they're going to have 87,000 more IRS agents to target us. Um, the borders are completely open. You know, they're pushing critical race theory on our kids. They believe in defunding the police. They're spending money like it's going out of style. Look at what's happening to inflation in this country. It's hurting our poorest families. People on fixed income are going back to work. Or, or people are think we're going to retire have to say, I can't retire now. Because if they saved any money, all right, and, and their 401k down is way down, um, so it, this agenda by, by Biden and the Democrats is, is, is a horrible agenda that's hurting 
you know, all in nice families all across my state. Mm. Well, I, he seems to be doubling down and tripling down on the criticism of the so-called MAGA Republicans as well. What's the aim here? Is is the aim to divide us for the midterms? I mean, what what's the goal here from the White House? I assume it's it, just he thinks that's how they're going to win elections in November. Mm. But I I think you win elections with ideas. I think you win elections by being optimistic. You win ideas by working hard. You don't win ideas by just targeting the other side. And he's the elected president of the United States. Remember his, his inauguration speech, he was going to bring us together. He's not brought us together. There's not one thing he's done other than attack. He attacks the other side all the time. And his agenda is a completely one-sided, liberal, left-wing agenda. And this idea that if you don't go to college and you go work hard, you have to pay for somebody else that does go to college. How does that make any sense? You're going to, so plumbers and, and, and construction workers are going to pay off the debt of lawyers and doctors. Now, tell me how that's fair. Mm. That's exactly what he's doing. Mm. I mean, that's not, that's, that's not fair at all. And so it, it, I mean, this, this is what he's doing is wrong for this country. That's why it's important to me that we, we be cheerleaders for our candidates. We help them raise their money. We know that their agenda is a better agenda than the Democrats we got to get control of both the House and Senate in November. Before I let you go, Senator, I wanted to ask you about you introducing the College Act to hold universities uh, accountable for these skyrocketing tuition costs. We talked about student loan forgiveness earlier. What is the College Act all about here? Well, here's what they're doing. They, they've got a problem. You know, people run up too much debt. And so what they're going to do is just get rid of the debt. Why don't they fix the problem? Tuition is too high in this country. It costs way too much. When I was governor, I stopped tuition increases at our universities. It was going up, I think, 15% plus inflation when I got elected. We've got to figure out how to provide a great education. And by the way, we in Florida, when I left, and I think it's still true today, according to U.S. News Report, we have the best higher education system in the country. And guess what? We've got the lowest or the second lowest tuition in the entire United States. We did it by stopping wasting taxpayer dollars, start holding institutions accountable. First off, if we, we should know exactly all the data about if you get this degree, this is what you make, this degree, this is what you make, this is what it costs. You should know how long it's going to take you to get your degree. And by the way, if you can't find a job, it's not just your fault. All right. It's part of the university's fault. They should have been helping you all along. They should have told you where the jobs are. If you if you have a problem paying off your student debt, the university ought to be part have to pay part of it. That way they're gonna start focused on you getting your job. When I was governor, I created a program that, that allocated the dollars to universities based on once it costs to get a degree, do you get a job, how much money you make. Because that's what I thought of, and I think that's what most people think of when they go to uh, get a college degree. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast today. Appreciate you being here. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.